Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Movie Podcast. My name is Matt Gallo and I'm joined as always by the spooky Justin Dubin. Ooh, how are you? <laughs> Were you saying boo as a ghost, but then also like salutations? Um, You were like a friendly ghost? Yeah, sure. I don't know. It was just completely off the cuff. I have no idea what I was doing. Wait, Justin, we've rehearsed these cold opens. <laughs> okay. Uh, everybody, this is a special episode of Two Guys, One Movie. Because, honestly, we didn't have time to see a movie this weekend. Because why is that, Justin? Because we were at Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, and it was wonderful. Hashtag HHN29, baby. Now HHN30 is going to be off the okay. chain. Now, hold on. So HHN29. I'm assuming – and, you know, they had it up there on the uh, on a projector. It said HHN29. So this is – they've been doing this 29 years? I guess so. That's a long time. That it must have been just like – Maybe like a small thing? Hayride for a couple of years and then ah, let's turn it up. A hayride at Universal Studios? Yeah, why not? Are you saying the equivalent of a hayride? No, I'm saying that's what they probably did for like 10 years and they're okay. like, oh, we should probably make it scary. I don't know. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, yeah, I mean next year might be huge. Halloween Horror Nights 30. Ah, we can't wait. But Justin, let's talk about it. It was you, myself, my good brother – Thomas Gala, my only brother, Thomas Gala. And uh, it was great. We went last year, HHN 28, I'm assuming. And uh, it was it was a great time. But this year, I would say they turned it up to 11. On the houses, yes. Uh, there's some things that they were lacking a bit, and we'll get into that. But for those who are listening, what I want, what we want you to get out of this, I think, podcast episode is really we went pretty early. I think it opened about two weeks ago, so there is plenty of time. It closes in in November. November first, so November second. Yeah. Consider this your Hollywood Horror Nights guide to success, because as you will find out. We absolutely crushed it. Not to brag, but what we have we accomplished is very impressive. And you can look online, well, and I don't think many people have done what we have done. Well, so we're gonna we're gonna blow that wide open. Yeah, absolutely. But next year we could suffer because we're sharing this. No, absolutely not. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, for those of you listening who have never done Holly, Hollywood uh, Halloween Horror Nights, I want to say Hollywood. Halloween Horror Nights, it is the yearly event at both Universal uh, Hollywood and Universal Studios Orlando that they transform the whole park. It's it's similar to if you've been to like a Six Flags Fright Fest. It's that, but way, way more intense and better. And it's not even comparable, actually. Forget I said that. It is uh, so much fun. They, com- they completely overhaul the park at night once the sun is starting to go down into a uh, haunted, uh, you know, just wonderland there are haunted houses there are scare zones scare zones basically mean when you're walking through the park between haunted houses you're never safe keep your head on a swivel because there's going to be different themed scares there's zombies there's killer clowns there's vikings that are coming after you there's just guys with chainsaws walking around (laughs) so uh the scare zones and then the houses which we'll get into the houses are big budget they're not your you know volunteer firefighter uh department Haunted houses, which, you know, all the power to them. Those things, really great, really fun every year. But 
This is big budget. They had millions of dollars to put these things together. They are licensed, some of them. Ghostbusters, Stranger Things, House of a Thousand Corpses. Us, and there's also originals. Killer Clowns. Killer yeah. Clowns, Us. And so that's kind of what you get when you get into Horror Nights. It's a separate uh, admission price to get in. You can stay in the park during the day for the handover. But again, it's this separate admission ticket. You do have to pay for it. And lines are very long, Justin, right? And a separate admission ticket also means a separate express pass, which is an option. And we will get into that. Um, I think to start, though, I want you to understand if you're interested in Horror Nights, the first question is, is it legitimately scary? If I am scared and I don't like being scared, should I go to this? The answer is absolutely not. It's horrifying. (laughs) This Uh, is an adult thing. I don't think you should bring your five-year-old to this. Although we did see little kids. We did see little kids there, but there weren't many. Well, there's plenty of bad parents. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is a gruesome event. There's blood everywhere. Some of the houses are really disturbing. Justin was just walking in front of the Jimmy Fallon ride, opened up a porta potty and there was a mannequin with its crotch ripped open in the porta potty right? And they shot water, which was supposed to be piss at me. Ah, Which which is just, ironically, every day of my life at work. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, that's all you got. (laughs) Um, And so it's definitely not for children. Uh, Is it scary? So like I – you, Justin, you like horror movies. I Uh, like horror movies. I'm not a horror movie kind of guy, but I do love Halloween. It's kind of weird. Uh, And we screamed so much, I lost my voice on Sunday morning. There were sometimes I legitimately fell. My hat came off. Like it it was – very scary. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I I mean, that's the point. There are some tips and tricks. Uh, I don't know how long we're doing this for, Justin. I thought this would be a quick one. You seem like you're ready to really dig in. But um, uh, one tip that comes to mind on the houses, uh, hang back. You'll get yelled at by the security people inside, but you don't want to be in a, in a single file conga line seeing all the scares come. Hang back a few steps. And exactly. you appreciate it even more. That's something that we were really, you know, they're trying to rush you along. But if you stay too close to the people in front of you, the group in front of you, you will see some pop-ups. Given that the houses, the designers are smart and they anticipate that, that doesn't mean you're not going to get scared if you go in front of them. Because there will be people coming from behind, from the side, from the ceiling, from the floor. One got Matt really well from the oh floor. Oh, my God. And yeah. don't worry. These people, they're not allowed to touch you. Okay? So they that's don't the touch you. Man. They're more likely to get injured than you are. Absolutely. I'm sure a couple of them have gotten punched by people. I've never felt unsafe at Horror Nights. Never. But I have been scared out of my mind. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Justin, what do you say in uh, – the uh, spirit of moving this along, because I have a baby and need to go to bed and also oh, do some brag. work before I go to bed. It. Humble brag. Um, what do you say we just go through the houses and see what we thought of each one briefly? And you could say if it's your favorite or not favorite. I don't think we need to well, rank them. I, I, I say we just think we need to go through all that. You want to go through all 10? Yes. Yes. Okay. And, and just quickly, though, go over what we thought of each one. Okay. okay. This is according to the uh, Halloween Horror Nights website. And remember, this is for Orlando. Sometimes they may differ in Los Angeles. This is Orlando, which we've heard is the bigger, better event. So if you can make it to Orlando versus Hollywood, go for Orlando. All right. Um, let's break down the 10 houses. So first up is Stranger Things. Uh, Stranger Things was there last year. It was season one. This year it's back. And there was an 80s theme over a lot of uh, – 
a lot of horror nights this year, which we we really liked. You know, the music, everything. And this was Stranger Things season two and a little bit of season three. What'd you think of it? I I think that the Stranger Things last year was better. Um, uh, this one felt more rushed. Last year, Stranger Things focused on season one. This was a combination, as you said, season two and three. They, I think what they're doing is they're getting rid of the 80s theme, so they're not going to be bringing Stranger Things back next year, which was the cleared you know, plan that they had, so they wanted to get everything in. And it felt a little rushed. Given Having said that, the characters were fantastic. The production value was all there. You felt like you were in the show. I just wish we saw more. This mm-hmm. is not a scary one. This is not yes. a scary. This is not a scary house. And I think season last year was better because season one, you have the big Demogorgon. Season two, this house really reminded me how crappy season two was. You had some Demodogs and that was about it. No, well, they did do the Starland, Starcore, right. Starcore, Mall, Starcore yeah, but that was season three. That was, and that right. was also very brief towards the end of this house. So not scary, really well done recreation though. A lot of actors playing the characters you love. Uh, we were dressed as Scoops Ahoy characters. So of course, whenever we saw Steve, we got very excited. Absolutely. Steve. And, Walker. and uh, I guess we don't want to spoil stuff that's in it though, right? No, absolutely. Not. Okay. Uh, next up is Jordan Peele's Us. This was um, this was pretty scary. This was, I think, the second or third house we did. Yeah, so this one I had actually very low expectations for, but I think this may have been my top two or top three. This was incredibly well done. Um, you had the House of Mirrors, which was horrifying. They really used the power of illusion and um, mirrors perspective. and mannequins so oh, yeah. well. This yeah. was one that was probably one of the more legitimately scary ones. And the production but, value was completely there. You were in the houses. You were in everything. Wonderful, it was wonderful scary. house. It was scary, but it also was a very faithful recreation of the film to the point where you're almost watching a scene unfold from Absolutely. the movie. Um, or multiple scenes. Um, and for those of you wondering when we're going to get to the the order that we did the houses in, which really helped us save some time throughout the night, we'll do that at the end of our run through of the houses. Yeah, I Don't think worry. at the end we'll give a couple tips, quick tips, yes. suggestions, and then we'll be done. Uh, so next up, Universal Monsters. Uh, I'm going to be honest, Justin. I don't remember this one all that well. I remember being scared in it, though. There was Frankenstein. There was the werewolf. There was the mummy. Um, it was and Dracula. It was a good use of the Universal Monsters, but this one I feel like we really rushed through. I I agree. I, I think it was scary. I I don't remember hating it. Oh, um, it was definitely the creature. Uh, oh, the creature, creature from, from the, the Black, Black Lagoon, Lagoon was horrible. Scared the shit out really of me. Really good costume. Oh my god. Really good. Yeah. That was actually yeah. really well done. I forgot that one was pretty scary. All right, uh, Ghostbusters. What do you think of Ghostbusters? That was our first house, and it was one of the busiest houses. So the this like Stranger Things was not scary at all. It was the net antithesis of scary, pretty much. A faithful uh, recreation. It was, if you are nostalgic for Ghostbusters, which most of us are at this point, uh, you will love this just because you are legitimately in the Ghostbusters universe. You're in their world. The actors knocked it out of the park. Uh, I thought it was fun, um, but it wasn't one of the best ones. I think it was just really well done. Mm-hmm. I was looking. I I like to be scared on these, and it just didn't. It didn't do anything in that department. I agree. A super faithful recreation, but not that scary. Uh, the actors, though, were really fantastic. Uh, they even had what's the name of the god that they fight at the end? 
Zorg? No. Uh, the woman with the short hair, very 80s. Anyway, they even had her, and she looked fantastic. It was, it was a, re- a lot of really cool moments with a lot of big use of the spaces. They had a great Rick Moranis. Yeah. The guy who played Rick Moranis crushed yeah. it. All right, next up, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Wasn't it? So this one, I was so I was so excited for this because they by far had the best scare zone last year, which is definitely why they brought them back. And it was incredibly disappointing. Yeah, not scare at all. Not even that fun. Yeah. Smelled like cotton candy a couple times, which was cool. That's true. But that's about it. Yeah. No, I wasn't a big fan. There were some decent jump scares, but not the scariest thing. House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, big line. They were blasting some uh, Rob Zombie outside of the house to get you into the mood. And I wasn't expecting much from this, Justin. I liked it. I thought it was one of the better ones, for sure. It was very disturbing. Really fun. I thought that was a hit. I, I, maybe it's because I didn't expect anything from it, but they really knocked it out of the park. I enjoyed this one. This one was legitimately scary. Yeah, for sure. And disturbing. Speaking of legitimately scary, the next house, Depths of Fear. This one, I hadn't heard anything about it. It's it's a it's a nautical underwater themed. Uh, this is an original. So this is an original. Originals, yes. Nautical themed uh, haunted house. And the prosthetics in this one, the acting in this one. Man, it really got you. It, it this was a pretty scary one. This may have been one of the best ones. This is the top three for me. I uh, uh, maybe we'll give a top three at the end of our favorite houses, but this one just thematically was very original, very unique, and it looked great. Yeah, the squid monster things, whatever the hell they were, were there wonderful. Were monsters and humans going nuts, getting infected. It Becoming was, like zombie infected. Yeah. It was it was a great concept, really well executed. Had a blast with that. One. Okay, the next original one was Graveyard Games, um, where disrespectful teens awaken vengeful spirits, and uh, it felt like you were entering a graveyard, and and you were walking among tombs, and you know big walls and and big uh, tombstones. It was it was really cool, actually, the set design. Um, it wasn't as I don't know. It was actually still kind of scary. They had people dressed as statues. They looked like stone, but then they came to life. Yeah, I thought this one was fairly scary. It wasn't. It was kind of middle ground for me, but definitely, definitely well done, well executed. Uh, Nightingale's Blood Pit. I think, without question, Justin, we agree on this one. By far the worst one. A house, and th- of all. but the thing is, though, it was a still an expensive, big budget looking house. The costumes were interesting. The monsters were these uh, bird, these bird thing <laughs> nightingales. I guess that's where the name comes from. It says in an ancient Roman from arena. Egypt, like, I don't well, it says in an ancient Roman arena, grisly creatures are drawn to dead and dying gladiators. So there it were was, dead. There were gladiators, body parts everywhere. It was pretty grisly. It was just not. Just the conceptually didn't work for me. Like. The birds look pretty stupid. <laughs> and uh, I thought the idea was bad. It, it wasn't scary. It wasn't fun. I, this was the worst house of the night by far. All right. And speaking of one of the most hyped up houses, Yeti Terror of the Yukon. We had heard a lot about this one, Justin. What would you think of it? I was disappointed. A lot of people were saying that this was their favorite one. I didn't find it scary. I found the production awesome. You know, you walk into a house – on like a cabin in a snowy a landscape, and the Yetis looked really cool. But 
it just wasn't scary. I, people were saying it was scary. Maybe I misunderstood and the so, production was there. I just didn't – it didn't do much for me. It wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. Uh, maybe it's because we did it towards the end of the night and we had gotten scared out. But um, it – the as you said, the production design was fantastic. It was a very light. And by what I mean is – they sprayed, you know, snow foam everywhere, and so everything was bright. So there weren't many places for the Yetis to hide, if that makes any sense. So That's it wasn't true. it wasn't as scary as it could have been. But again, there was a lot of like, you know, a frontiersmen who had been ripped to pieces, and guys shooting and fighting the Yeti. Uh, it was it was a cool experience, but not that scary. So for those of you who have never done this before, I think a lot of them are like, how dark is it? Like, are you walking just I mean, through pitch black? There was some, some of them. Black. There was points where you're in some of them where you're just walking through pitch black uh, and you yeah. can't see anything. But there are – most of the time you could see. I'd say yes. like 85% of the yeah, time you for could sure. see. But they always do a great job of playing on the lighting, whether there's flickering lights, lights turning on and off. There's something always alarming. And separating a lot of the rooms with curtains. And just sharp angles. There's yes. a lot of sharp angles that you cannot – it's impossible to see what's going to happen in the next room. It's over. really – it's really as, as a Halloween fan, uh, as, as you know, um, it's really heartening that a major studio and a major theme park like this is putting in such effort and imagination and, um, and thought into Halloween and making this such a huge event. It is so well thought out, so creative, so well designed. It's just a blast. So we just went through the 10. Give me your top three in no particular order if you do okay. have an order. Okay. Just quickly, I loved Depths of Fear. I loved, I think, House of a Thousand Corpses and uh, Us. I totally agree. Those are my favorite. Right. <laughs> I but think those are my favorite. That's best. not to neg on any of the others. Those were those just Except ones for that Nightingale. I, Except oh, yeah. for Nightingale. Yeah. But those were the ones that really, really scared the hell out of me. I, I agree. I think, right, Justin, I think probably us was the one that took the cake. What us. do you say we um, share our uh, strategy, which we we lifted honestly right from a website that uh, specializes in Orlando theme parks, orlandoinsider.com, right? Yeah. Let's talk about the strategy, where, what we did, and uh, how you can do the same for the a main, successful horror nights. Although one caveat – we spent some green on this evening. We went for the express pass, which, let's be honest, that that really helps us. We otherwise you're gonna be you might we hit every ho- uh, house and every scare zone, and I don't think we would have been able to if we didn't have the express pass. We were there early. We did the stay and scream. It's called where you were in the park during the day. You stay about forty five minutes, barely, and then they allow you to uh, run around the park after that early for horror nights. And so that definitely helps us, but it's the express pass. And Justin, how much do you recommend the express pass? I cannot express how, <laughs> how, <laughs> how important the express pass is. <laughs> Just to kind of summarize, explain a little further for those of you who don't know what Matt's talking about. So basically, we we, we were in the park since 9, 30, 9 a.m. in the morning because we wanted to hit everything during the day. And if you have a day pass – as well as the Horror Nights, you are allowed to stay in the park when they kick everyone else out. The Horror Nights park is strictly in the Universal Studios side. The studio connects to the Islands of Adventure. Only on the studio side will you be able to participate in Horror Nights. So if you are, if you want to get a head start and guarantee 
getting on those lines and beating people and getting all those houses in, I think the best get to the park during the day is stay in the park during the day and then just transition over. There's a good 45 minutes. Like Matt said, there's these, uh, what are they called? They're just the zones that you can hang out in and they have a bar, you know, we had a couple drinks and, and there's live music. It's a good time. So, um, but but again, we can't emphasize enough the express pass. We paid $130 for each express pass. That doesn't include admission, which was about 77 with uh, a discount. So go for the express pass. uh, And then from there, we followed this step-by-step um, order of the houses. Justin, do you want to say what the ho- what the order is? No, I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, no, I, I don't think you have to tell tell them the order. I think the important okay. thing is to refer to the website because the order okay. on the website – yes. Orlando Infor- – oh, that's right. It does change over time because I think based on popularity of the houses. So Orlando Informer, use their guide for that. And uh, one last thing before we end, Justin. I just want to give a shout-out to – the uh, Academy of Villains show yes. that is at Horror Nights last year and this year. They were it was great. What it is is a Halloween kind of horror themed show, dance show to popular hits, metal hits, uh, techno, uh, house music, just all of that shit. These guys go nuts. They're amazing, talented dancers, men and women. They usually have every year a few standout performers that do crazy things this year was way better than last year because there was a Jekyll and Hyde storyline that was really fun to follow the show was about what 25 minutes about 30 minutes I thought it was a I I liked last year but I thought this year was a huge improvement their production value was 10 times what it was last year they had a really interesting plot some unbelievable performers uh so yeah. For those of you wondering, this replaced the long-running uh, Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure Characters. They had a show. It was a comedy show. It wasn't – I saw it once. It was beloved, but uh, it didn't really fit in. It didn't make sense. This made sense and it was really fun. But what, one thing I don't think you stressed enough is how important to follow the Orlando Informant is. If you do <laughs> not have the Express Pass and you don't follow this – you will probably not complete each each house. Okay, you have ten houses. The average wait was without an express pass was probably at least an hour. So I would say yeah, fifty minutes to an hour. But so Justin, that's ten hours. You don't even have the time to do that. Justin, it's impossible. Justin, 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 I think we just need to say it. Don't do horror nights without the express pass. Don't do it. I agree. It's not worth it. It's, it, it was. Uh, it's expensive, and if you can't afford it, that's one thing. But if you're going on a trip, you're going to have a good time, and you're going to experience the houses by the express pass. If you don't care that much, fine, don't do it. Listen, but that's to, our for opinion. an example, we followed that. We had the express passes. We started at the park. I'd say about five forty-five, six o'clock. We hit the first, the first one. We took our time. And we we hit in the first hour and a half. We did six out of the ten houses. I did. I had a turkey leg. We we casually had turkey legs and tacos while we watched Men with Chainsaws scare women. Okay, we we finished all the scare zones. We finished all five scare zones. We finished the uh, Academy of Villains, and we finished all ten houses and walked around by nine thirty, ten o'clock. Yeah. 
that and is. I had, an, I had an early flight the next day, so that was a good thing. So, now, Justin, is this going to ruin the Express Pass for next year? Because so many people are going to no, be absolutely up. not. No one's going to. No one's going to do that. There's no people don't want to spend the money. Listen, unfortunately, the situation is as like a group. If you're a group of adults and everyone's going to buy their own thing, it's easy. But if you're going with your family, you're going with your kids. Spending two hundred dollars a person is yeah insane. Just yeah. for entrance alone. But I think we should wrap it up because I got to get going. Yeah. I think overall, this was – it's a great event that if you're at all interested in Halloween or horror-themed things, it's a fun time at the theme park. Absolutely. I think that this is one of the highlights of my year. I think it's one of the best park experiences you can have throughout the year at any park. And if you listen to other reviews – they will agree with you. It's just amazing what they do here. So we highly, highly recommend it. The season's early. They go through November. If you listen to our tips and tricks right here, which weren't many, Express Pass, follow the guide, that's pretty (laughs) much it. You are going to kill it. You're going to crush it. You're going to have enough time to do whatever you want. And uh, take your time and enjoy the theme. Enjoy that. Just, just a, a hats off to and a thank you to the engineers that put this together, the performers, the security people, the workers at the food booths, the performers at uh, at uh, Academy of Villains. Literally everyone, the construction workers who put together everything, the costume designers, all of the, thank you to all of them because it really is a top-notch experience. It's worth the money. The devil is in the details and they looked at every detail. For Just as a quick story example, the janitors changed their costume. They changed their outfits. They're wearing like ripped janitorial costumes with blood over their name. The people well, cleaning. Out that, of stuff. that was Justin. That was one guy. I don't no, know. I saw a couple of them itching. like that. No, I saw I'm a couple kidding. of them like that. I'm kidding. Okay. Anyway, uh, Justin, what do you say you reveal what we're reviewing this week? What are we? It could be Hustlers. It could be Ad Astro. I think, I don't it's, know. I think, it's, I think it's Hustlers. <laughs> okay. It's Hustlers. <laughs> everyone says everyone says to see Hustlers. I mean, Ad Astra, I, I'd like to see it. I just I just need, need time. Okay. So it sounds like we're going to see Hustlers. But yeah. until then, thanks for listening to this episode uh, of our review and Rex for Hollywood Ah, I did it too. Halloween Horror Nights. We highly recommend going, checking it out. Uh, until next time, you can always listen to us. Our, wow, I'm really I'm really uh, sucking it up here. You can listen to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Pause it for a second. Oh, this is God. horrifying. Uh, you guys know what to do. If you're oh, listening God, to I'm episode, go brain fart. You already know what to do. You can shoot us an email with questions, comments, concerns at twoguysonemovie.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, leave us a comment. Comment all you like on the website. Leave us a review. Five stars. That's right. Five stars. Damn it, Justin. <laughs> on what? iTunes because those really help. And Justin, you love Spotify. So he listens to us on Spotify. I don't listen to us because I'm not an ego maniac uh so with that justin take us out thanks for listening everyone goodbye